Welcome to the Willowpark Church Seasons Podcast. During our time together, I hope you can stop, reflect, and think on the goodness of God through the life of Christ leading up to Resurrection Sunday. Today is Thursday, March 3rd, second day of Lent. Today's reading comes from Mark chapter 10, verse 17 to 30, the rich young ruler. As he was setting out on the road, a man ran up and knelt down in front of him. Good teacher, he asked, what should I do to inherit the life of the age to come? Why call me good, replied Jesus. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't swear falsely, don't defraud, and honor your father and your mother. Teacher, he said, I've kept all of them since I was little. Jesus looked hard at him and loved him. One more thing, he said, go away and whatever you possess, sell it and give it to the poor. You will have treasures in heaven. Then come and follow me. At that, his face fell, and he went off sadly. He was very wealthy. Jesus looked slowly around, and he said to his disciples, How difficult is it for the wealthy to enter the kingdom of God? The disciples were astonished at what he was saying, so Jesus repeated one more. Children, it's very hard to enter the kingdom of God. It would be easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter God's kingdom. They were totally amazed and said to each other, So who then can be saved? It's impossible for mortals, Jesus said, looking hard at them. But it's not impossible for God. All things are possible for God. Look here, Peter started up. We've left everything and followed you. I'll tell you the truth, replied Jesus. No one who has left a house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands because of me and the gospel will fail to receive back a hundred times more in the present age. Houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and lands with persecutions. And finally, the life of the age to come. Today's verse is quite challenging. Day two of Lent seems to be picking up quite quickly, and we realize the call of Jesus is pretty heavy. Let's listen to that first part again. What jumps out to you about the verse? Is there something in your life that you're holding on to? Is it the imagery of the camel and the needle? Or is it the one small line where Jesus looked at him and loved him?
As he was setting out on the road, a man ran up and knelt down in front of him. Good teacher, he asked. What should I do to inherit the life of the age to come? Why call me good, replied Jesus. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Don't kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't swear falsely, don't defraud. Honor your father and your mother. Teacher, he said. I've kept all of them since I was little. Jesus looked hard at him and loved him. One more thing, he said. Go away, and whatever you possess, sell it and give it to the poor. You'll have treasures in heaven. Then, come and follow me. At that, his face fell, and he went off sadly. He was very wealthy. The story of the rich young ruler is an interesting one and a challenging one. Does it really mean that if I have any kind of wealth that I cannot enter into the kingdom of God? Perhaps when we look a bit closer we see a bit clearer the picture that Jesus is sharing with us. You see Matthew, Mark and Luke all talk about this story but there is subtle differences in each of the stories that actually help us to understand what Jesus might be talking about. Before we get to those differences, we need to look at the Ten Commandments, since Jesus refers to them himself. In the Ten Commandments, we see that the first four are in reference to our relationship with God, and the final six commandments indicate how we should strive to make peace with each other, otherwise known as justice. The final commandment, the most ambiguous commandment, is what we're talking about today, do not covet. In Mark's Gospel, Jesus doesn't just say, do not covet. He says, do not defraud. Throughout the scriptures, we see an emphasis on fair financial dealings and an emphasis by Jesus, John the Baptist, and James, Jesus' brother, about economic justice. They taught us that if we covet a second coat when our brother has none, we have in some way defrauded our brother. There's a certain amount of wealth that people do have in this world, and that's not what is in question. The question is, what do we do with that wealth? It's great to have a nice coat, but if we continue to covet and purchase more coats for ourselves without considering our brothers and sisters who have no coats, then we are walking a fine line of defrauding and not loving our neighbor properly. In Matthew's Gospel, Matthew replaces the word covet with love your neighbor as yourself. Coveting places us in financial competition with our neighbors. And it's obvious that Jesus wants us to start thinking more communally about our finances. And in Luke's Gospel, he omits the 10th commandment altogether, indicating that coveting is what the issue is in the young ruler's life. In all this, I come back to the line, Jesus looked at him and loved him. When I talk about finances, I can tend to get a bit defensive and suspicious. But Jesus tells us, this story is not about discipline, but it's about love. He loves us and he will take care of us and provide for us as we provide for those around us.
As we end today, let's ask ourselves this question. How can I more fully commit the gifts that I have been given to Jesus? And think more communally about what I have. Not just my finances, but my abilities, my talents, and our whole lives. Salt of the sound sing, I need thee every hour. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this reminder of all that you've given to us. And in love, you want us to share what you've given to us around to everybody. Help us to remember to live in a great community, loving each other, looking out for needs of others, and providing for each other. Thank you for this blessing. In your name, Jesus. Amen.